1: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying
1: should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and exp-
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Where I now have a bizarre connection to the World Series, Mike Harmon. How about that? I I, I did not know this, but in the last 15 minutes, it has become apparent. I did not know this. Right now. Going to the ninth inning, the Dodgers in big-time command of this game. They lead it over Tampa 6-1. to Uh, Walker Buehler in line for the win. He went six innings, 93 pitches. Uh, The Dodgers coming to bat right now. So, at worst, they'll go into the bottom of the ninth with a five-run lead, looking to take a two games to one lead in the World Series. Now, we have a lot on this game coming up, but this is just really weird. You know, we mentioned a few minutes ago that coming into pitch for the Rays in one of the innings is Ryan Sheriff. And I said, hey – Kids from Culver City, you know, my, my town, right? You sure. Know, you know, LeBron perpetrated a fraud on Culver City a couple of years ago by not going to Blaze Pizza. And now, you know, here's Ryan Sheriff, Culver City, in the World Series. Went to Culver City schools. He was born in Culver City. I, I, it's awesome. So I mentioned this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Ryan Sheriff, Culver City. This is pretty cool to see. And I find out I, I, I get a text from my daughter's former fifth, fourth and fifth grade teacher uh, here in, in L.A., uh, Miss Elliott, who we talk to all the time. And she texts me. Yeah. Hey, I know that kid. He and my son went to school together. And, and, and Miss Elliott has been part of our lives for the past like two or three years, and, and it's been awesome. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. He's a great kid. Oh, my goodness, yes. Him and my son, they went to school together, all this stuff. I stopped rooting for the Dodgers for an inning to root for him. I didn't know he was playing on the team. And I'm like, wow, this is a bizarre connection. that <laughs> My daughter's teacher knows the guy, the kid, pitching in the World Series. It also makes me feel very old that I'm um, rooting for a kid who is pitching in the World Series. It probably was going to school when I was, like, you know, three. 30 and, and trying, to, trying to figure out how I'm going to get a mortgage at some point in my life. And here's, you know, this kid is, is uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to go pitch in the major. I'm going to pitch in the World Series in a few years. I, 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 now I have a connection to the World Series. That's pretty good. But once
5: the uh, Rays are vanquished, you can go uh, TP the place with Dodger streamers yeah. in the whole nine yards.
3: <laughs> 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 and, I, and I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said that, that, that Miss Elliott was rooting for Against the Dodgers, because now she's going to get hate mail. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, It'll be no. okay. Yeah, it, it probably should be. She's a great teacher, so it should be. So it should be all right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. This kid he went to all the sc- you know Culver City the, the schools and everything else. It's like wow, I, I, I was stunned. I, I I couldn't believe it. I'm like this kid went to-. and Pam comes running in, going, "This kid went. This grew up here. He grew up in Culver City." I'm like, all right. Now I feel like, hey, after the game, we should be able to get uh, Ryan Sheriff to come on and talk about the game. He should be our insider now. Right. Like oh, he's, he's go. got to come like on that. and talk. I mean, it's either him or Miss Elliott. And, you know, and I, I, but I'd rather have, I think I'd rather have the guy, you know, pitching in the game.
5: I, I like, I like this where the way this works though, you now have a, an official connection. It so is. Once it's all done, mm-hmm. uh, we'll write out about 40 questions, most sure. of which they'll <laughs> never answer, uh, about what it was like to go <laughs> run through these playoffs. I, uh, right, really, f- how many books are going to be written about the 60-game season oh, and sure. the, the run to the World Series? I mean, everybody is going to peddle an ebook. book uh, Every journalist that can... Claim that they went to a couple of games. They're going to have a book with the stories and tales. Because, I mean, look, for the NBA, if I were to pre order everything that's out there, from the players, the coaches, and journalists, uh, I'd, I'd be giving up
3: a year's salary at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to tape an interview with the kid. Like we'd have to go to Blaze Pizza. That's where we'd have to do it, right? Hey, how do you feel about LeBron not showing up here? I mean, yeah. beyond. I mean, how do you feel about that? He I mean, screws the neighborhood. A, that was a fraud perpetrated on us. I mean, really, that was just. I'd see if he agrees with me. He might not. So hopefully, he can be he, he can be our special MLB correspondent. Okay, I like that. No, yeah. that's, that's a good idea.
5: That's a yeah. good strategy. Uh, the money comes out of your side. But, yeah, it, it'll
3: be good. No, it comes out of Ms. Elliott's. We, we can have Miss Elliott on and she can talk about, you know, other things that aren't as important like math and social studies, and, you know, and English <laughs> and history. And say, the stuff that really doesn't matter. The baseball stuff we'll stick with, you know, we'll stick with the player. Yeah, I mean, but, but we, you know what? We might be
5: able to get more accomplished in a couple minutes of math here on Fox Sports Radio than a lot of the teachers are getting done in the Zoom classes. Dude, let me Maybe ask we you We cut to the chase
3: and ask the right questions to do get it. Do you seriously do you seriously think there's a teacher that can come on and 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 explain common core math to an adult audience in in the span of five? Oh, minutes? I think it'd be fantastic. I mean, there's no there's no way. We should do a podcast on that. <laughs> You could do the podcast on Common Core Math. I don't understand. That's with your podcast. I don't understand with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Episode one, <laughs> Common Core Math. What well, you do, you pick the zeros all the way down, and they go all the way across, and then they're all the way up. Why do you do that? Why can't you just do it how I learned? No, no, no. We do it differently now. We've got we to do it this way. It's very, very difficult. Uh, so if you have any questions, because I am now your World Series Insider jason smith you know here because now clearly i have a connection to this player who has no idea uh about this but now there is a connection so uh twitter at how about a fresca and mike at swollen dome we can get your uh, uh your questions hopefully can get an answer we'll take you really inside the game unlike yeah, no, never absolutely before. Yeah. I always like that about shows that say, we're going to take you inside the locker rooms like never before. Right? Like We're going to do like never before. Unless you are actually sitting in the locker room while the players are there talking, how are you really going to take me in the locker room like I've never been there? No, we're going to go inside the locker rooms. We're going to go here. Oh, okay. Oh, That's what we're going to do. Uh, so, again, Dodgers yeah,
5: This bat- one was pretty grimy. You yeah. could tell he hadn't done laundry for a couple of days. <laughs> that guy clipped his nails and just left them behind. Yeah, I can yeah. now clone him.
3: That- <laughs> His problem is he never really got past Common Core math. Listen, you know what happened with when you when you're not a gate kid, right? You're not in the gifted and talented program. They just pass you by. That's what happens. You know, there's a difference between the school district, that's the city, and then there's private schools and charter schools. We'll have that debate uh, in the locker room at some point. Uh, Dodgers right now, uh, runner on first, nobody out in the top of the ninth inning. Uh, Justin Turner at bat, he is two for four tonight uh, with a home run and a double. A uh, couple of big knocks for the Dodgers as they are just a few outs away from taking a two games to one lead in the World Series. Meanwhile, you know, look, just a little bit more on, on the Brady story uh, from a few minutes ago. Because I'm getting a lot of people on Twitter going, oh, how dare you call Tom Brady a, a baby? and a Tom Brady had the story today and yesterday with Nick Foles. Again, he was asked about not shaking Nick Foles' hand. He explained it's nothing personal. If I don't always go to midfield, if I have a relationship with a guy, I do. I don't always do it. But Brady clearly, like I said, he is huffy and emotional when things don't go his way. And during the game, I get it. I understand during the game. I, I really do. But anybody who wants to defend Brady for not going out and shaking hands after, I feel like you don't watch football. And, and you try to make an analogy to something else that doesn't make sense. And it's this is what football players do. They beat the hell out of each other for 60 minutes, and they go to the, to the middle of the field after. Now, not all the players go. Some of the players go, hey, if I know somebody on the other team, I get that, but the quarterbacks go, right? The head coaches, the quarterbacks, they're yep. the ones who go. And here's the thing about Brady – especially Brady should have went knowing full well everything that went on around him not going to midfield to shake Nick Foles' hand during the Super Bowl. That was a story. You would think that would click with Brady that, okay, no matter what happens in this game from a couple weeks ago, I got to go out to midfield and shake his hand. I I have to do it no matter what because that's a bad optic for me. And he still didn't go out and do it. And I get because why? He gets huffy and emotional. He forgot what down it was. He lost again to Nick Foles. So I'm going to leave the field and I'm not thinking right that's what happens and that's Tom Brady and that is that is indisputable for him and you can you can debate whether that helps him or not because like yelling at players that always works I mean look we've seen some of the great players in in NBA and football history you yell at your teammates and you get them psyched up it happens it you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but it's a strategy hey listen we need I need to get your need to get your ass in focus here so you got to do something all right that works but when that's all that happens and and clearly the cameras always seem to find brady when he's yelling at somebody surprise surprise when when that's all that happens and you see it happen so many times well what what other what other conclusion can you draw from tom brady mike i really don't see where you can see anything else from that
5: no it, it was the act of a petulant child you but at, at this point what are you going to say yeah i was I, I would love for him to say hey you know i i got emotional and was trying to wrap my head around what happened in that game, uh, and losing a Super Bowl is never easy, and dot, dot, dot. I mean, you, you could have come up with the, you're going to get killed either way in the social media sphere, and then the hot take nonsense world. I mean, that's just the way it is. But this answer is just the worst, because there's so many other examples of you talking to guys you, you probably may have met once if you've met them at all and maybe they were someone at, at an event it's like hey mr brady this guy's coming to the nfl right a big super bowl party or something uh or maybe at one of the big horse racing events you know you don't, you don't know them you've got no relationship to them yet you can find all the pictures and lo and behold the the internet had plenty of them well you can see he shook hands here and here and here Maybe look based on nicknames and reputation maybe he's just uh shamed for the fact that he doesn't measure up to Nick in other ways i don't know so <laughs> it so maybe it's a shameful thing not just on the on the scoreboard when it comes to Nick Foles uh you can do a quick google search if you don't know what that joke was about folks uh, but but just look like, trying to dismiss it as as anything but, you know, just just own up to it, right? You're emotional, you're fiery, and in the heat of the moment, you, you sometimes let your emotions get the better of you. I don't think anybody, I mean, yes, you'll still get the barrage of stuff that comes with the territory, but rational-minded folks would say, yeah, I get that. You know, because who, whoever wanted to do those handshakes, uh, the ceremonial handshakes after games when you were playing uh, as a kid? Nobody did. No, you did but it you because do, but, you but feared you, you were going to lose your uh, your status. Yeah. With Tom Brady, he doesn't have to fear losing status, just getting a little
3: heat from the anonymous people on the Internet. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, now, also speaking of football, we watched Antonio Brown. Uh, re-spark his NFL career today as the mm-hmm. Buccaneers signed him to a one-year deal. You know we we had thought this was happening earlier in the week, and it actually winds up happening today. Probably a couple of weeks going by until his debut. He's got to pass COVID protocol before he's able to play. So we're looking at uh, November 9th, I believe, for or November eighth for his NFL debut re-debut with Tampa Bay. Now here's the thing about about AB is that I get why Tampa Bay made this move. I understand that their wide receiving and and pass catching core, not quite what it was, right? It took Gronk a long time to get acclimated. Uh, You have injury issues across the board. Mike Evans is in and out of the lineup. They Mm -hmm. just got Chris Godwin back. So I get, hey, we need a little bit more push. I completely understand that. But the thing is, is that it it will work well. And I think AB will be fine there. But how long is it going to last? I mean, just people think that Antonio Brown is going to completely change who he is because oh now he 's got a chance with uh, another chance at life in in the NFL with Tampa Bay. You know what he had that chance with with the Patriots and he couldn 't make it a week because he had to go on a on a on a on a group text message and threaten someone who was accusing him of sexual assault, and so the Patriots said, Hey, we can 't have you anymore. How long is he going to last i mean I, 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 again. You know, Last hour, we, we talked about how all you got to do to get back in the NFL is just not make a bad headline for four months and years of horrible headlines, including assault, sexual assault, court cases, bizarre behavior, bad behavior, uh, unforgivable behavior. doesn't matter. You can get back in the league. How long until something happens that he's not happy with? How long until he only catches two passes in a game? Because Brady's not the same. He's not going to throw up and down the field like he did. How long before I'm not getting the looks at practice that I want? How long before something just ran? Randomly happens when he goes home from practice on a Wednesday. I mean, how long will Antonio Brown last? Is he really going to be a guy that is going to say, "Hey, all the way through till the end of the season in the Super Bowl, I'll be the most surprised guy in the world." I ask you this, Mike: If I said Antonio Brown, the over/under for the amount of time he is with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I put it at five weeks, would you take the over or the under? Five. I'll weeks. take the over. You'll take. You think he'll make it all the way through? I'll or, take or the make over. it further than
5: that. Yeah, I. Look, and maybe maybe I'm trying to show that there's p- potential for a little bit of uh, a recognition of where you're at and your timetable on this earth uh, and the number of opportunities that are left for you. Like we were talking with, with Jason Cole, given a, some of the decisions that have been made in the past, uh, it, despite big paychecks for Antonio Brown, I got to imagine he needs, a, you know, just one or two more uh, to make sure that things keep rolling. And – for a while, this guy was being talked about as the best receiver in the game, right? Ego says, I got to figure out a way to do that. And maybe with Brady, he's the, the guy that can get me back to the end of that conversation. And no, so I'm going to take the over that it gets through this year. Would I bet on anything for 2021? Nah, that's a long time. I can't take that long a window, but getting us through these next two months. Yeah, I think Antonio Brown could straighten up because he'd probably get to wear the pewter uniforms once uh, at least at least once in the so that's got to be a selling point. And as we talk about the different weapons uh, that are that are deployed, the offense is set when healthy. Problem is, they can't, none of those guys can stay healthy, uh, and we're even looking at Gronkowski, who had his first touchdown in the big celebration. Is is he still on the field in six weeks? I mean, not to, not to wish any ill will on the guy, but can he stay healthy all this time? So maybe those targets re, uh, there's a redistribution that can happen there. No, I, I think he straightens up uh, and, and is ready to play, and I know a lot of folks are upset that he gets another shot, but goes back to talent and talent breeds opportunity.
3: See, I think he will straighten up. And but I think the straightening up period for him is 2 weeks. I think that's yeah, I'm straightening up. That's 2 weeks. After that, yeah, you're completely out. You're completely Oh, and you may be to your pants. That's yeah, what it's I just be. I just think that there's
5: Look, if they're enlisting Tony Robbins and a bunch of other guys, you know, oh. behavior and all.
3: Yeah, I don't know. You had to walk that's any a, coals? That's a great part of it. Tom Brady had Tony Robbins calling. Yeah, Brown. like
5: so remember he had all the stuff with the cryo uh,
3: chamber and his feet and all. Uh-huh. Did he have
5: to walk over hot coals? Oh, Did Tony maybe that's Robbins what put it him was. Any
3: of that stuff? Yeah, that could be what it was—the hot coals. Oh, I didn't think about that. Could be Tony Robbins' fault. He's not in the NFL. Wow, that's a, a hot about take. That. that is a hot take. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca, Mike and Swollen Dome. So, Mike will take the take uh, un- the over. I'll, take the I'll completely over. take the under. Because two weeks for Antonio Brown is like a year for you and I. I mean that's I mean really that that's how that's how we that's how fast he lives and how fast things happen for him. Look how many times did he go from Monday? I can't stand the NFL. I'd never go back. I'm going to play in the XFL. And then Thursday, hey, I really would like to get back in. And I, I have no beef with anybody. I really. Would. I mean this is this, this is three days. That's how Antonio Brown lives. He doesn't live like everybody does. He lives he lives at some kind of warp speed where we're suddenly we're speeding everything up and two <laughs> weeks is a year and and a month is five years. I mean, that's how Antonio Brown lives.
5: Wow, you You just put him as a member of the Avengers (laughs) doing time heists.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires they're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for two years mobile tire installation is available in many areas have you heard about this they'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site it is a game changer go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results and special offers they've been at this for over 40 years trust me they're the experts. That's TireRack.com/slash/sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this
1: summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shana's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: All right, Mike Harmon, we got to figure something out real quick before we get to the World Series. We, we have to figure this out now because I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling even better about the future of the Jets than I did three and a half hours ago. Okay, why All is right? that now? Look, we got a big weekend in college football coming up. You know, the Big Ten starts this week. It's getting very big. My wife is wearing Michigan gear all week as they, you know, they play tomorrow night. And this now feels like college football is about as close to normal as you can get with almost everybody playing. The Big Ten was a very big deal. They could put a couple of teams in the playoff. And tonight, we had uh, the first big game in the Big Ten. We had Wisconsin ranked 14th against Illinois. And if you had Illinois getting the points, I'm sorry. Wisconsin wins 45-7 in his first start as a collegiate. Graham Mertz, Wisconsin quarterback, 20 out of 21 for 248 and five touchdowns. So if we can't get Trevor Lawrence this year, in two years we could get Graham Mertz. So I'm feeling okay about that. I mean, I know it's Illinois, but still, 20 out of 21 for five touchdowns, that's a pretty bleeping good night.
5: That's a really rough night for uh, for Lovey Smith and company. Uh, time of possession nearly three to one for Wisconsin. The only points for Illinois come on a fumble recovery after a bit of a scrum. It's like, well, we can't really prove anybody got touchdown there. Touchdown Illinois, uh, <laughs> and then they came right back and put two more on, two more touchdowns on them before the half. But yeah, just in a, I was that was my second screen alongside the World Series. Uh, Just a a fantastic effort for the Badgers, and based on their schedule, they're going to be well within the mix uh, as we start talking about Big Ten titles and bigger, uh, bigger pushes towards the
3: playoffs. Uh, so now we need we need something like 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 what would you like? What would be the whole thing for Mertz? You know, because all I, all I can think of is Fred and Ethel Mertz. For, That's <laughs> pretty for good. I love Lucy, which dates me a bit. But I'm sorry, there's not many people, maybe famous people named Mertz in the world. Like what would be the thing? Like you only know, have Tank for Trevor. What, what would it be? Like Hur- Hurts for Mertz? Is that what it was? Yeah, Hurts
5: uh, yeah, for Mertz. OK, I mean, it's I, nice I'm, and easy. Uh, unfortunately, Jalen Hurts name is spelled the same way. So people might confuse it for a second. Like you're making a trade that Philadelphia wants Mertz.
3: Oh, okay. So maybe we do the hurt for Mertz. Hurt for Mertz. Hurt for Mertz. That instead of hurts, hurt. You know, like that. That's how we do it. So they okay. hurt for just trying to get
5: the full on rhyming mechanism in place
3: but there we go yeah
5: no it's good i I like that you're already the eye is down the road there we go. figuring that somehow the jets are going to screw up the trevor lawrence that's all good
3: (laughs) i I like
5: that just wow we're terrible we're awful (laughs) look what happened we saw ryan fitzpatrick 24 nothing we couldn't do anything this team's terrible what you're thinking that the reemergence of denzel mims (laughs) is suddenly going to make you a juggernaut (laughs) That Sam Darnold being cleared from practice is suddenly going to resurrect and make Adam Gase know how to coach?
3: Not so fast, my friend. No, no none of that. No, that's why, I, listen, it's always good to have a backup plan, right? That's the fallback plan. We have Trevor Lawrence, and now we'll get, you know, we got Graham Mertz in, in two years. It's what it will be. Who knew? I like it. Graham Mertz in the car. I mean, really. Your first college start, coming off of COVID and everything else, you're 20 out of 21 for five touches. Now, I didn't see a lot of this, but I saw a lot of the highlights, and he looked good throwing the football. Oh no, he was good. And, and uh, you know, this is it now. So now the Jets have more. It's okay. But, you know, they, if they pick up the fifth year for Darnold, and by that, then if he stinks by that time, we could get Graham Mertz if we don't get Trevor Lawrence. So I think it'll work out okay.
5: Nicely done. Well, you know what? You got to have a plan, right? First plan. Plan the work, work the plan. Uh, Yeah, he was 14 for 14, I think, at one point. That's about the time where I really started hunkering down back on this Dodgers race game. (laughs) Like, all right, I love Big Ten football. This is no longer a game, and I'm waiting for someone to throw the damn towel, uh, because that's how overmatched and pathetic Illinois looked. Uh, Poor Lovey. Just can't get it right. Uh, But the Wildcats will be in action tomorrow against Tua's brother.
3: So there you go. Mm, Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Well, I can't tell you good luck. I'm a 45-point underdog against Clemson. So it's not going to be Well, we got Todd Furman
5: people. coming on later. He'll tell yeah, you whether you no, should no. take
3: the points. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> 45 points. My goodness. That's well, it's down
5: from 46. Yeah, it's true. Yeah,
3: it is down. Well, the whole thing, Trevor Lawrence to the Jets may have messed with him mentally, so that's why the point spread has gone down a bit. Uh, well, I don't psychologically.
5: Know from- well, I mean, you don't know how fast he's going to be taken out.
3: <laughs> and, and maybe that second second unit struggles a little bit. So game three of the World Series is in the books. What's the big takeaway? Hey, guess what? We are watching a new postseason star be born in front of our very eyes. But
7: first,
4: be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
7: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class.
3: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
3: So the Dodgers win Game 3 of the World Series in dominant fashion. Walker Buehler is tremendous for the Dodgers tonight. He goes six innings. He throws 92 pitches, 10 strikeouts, and the Dodgers get to Charlie Morton, who is a pretty good pitcher himself. He's not Walker Buehler. He's not elite. He's pretty good. He did beat mm-hmm. the Dodgers to win the World Series a couple of years ago, pitching four innings of relief in Game 7. But clearly the Dodgers got to him early enough tonight, and Walker Buehler, listen, Mike, I can't say enough about the kid because he just has that in intangible that the best of the best pitchers have, right? It, it's how do you become the best of the best in the sport? You're really good in the regular season, but when your team can get to the playoffs and you can give us that little extra and show that you have another level to your game, this is what makes legends. This is why Peyton Manning as good as he was, he didn't have that next level. He, he didn't have anything other than the level of excellence he normally gave you. So in the playoffs, he struggled. Walker Bueller, who may not win a Cy Young Award, but could be a 15-16 game winner every year in Major League Baseball, you get this kid to the postseason and he is nails and guts and the other team, you feel like they have to just scratch and claw for every run they get off him and it's not that many. He's already a better postseason starter than, than Clayton Kershaw has been his entire career for the Dodgers. He's just one of those special guys that has that makeup, that Jacob deGrom kind of has that look. He's the best pitcher in baseball, but clearly he's not going to get to the playoffs as often as the Dodgers are. So when I I look at Walker Buehler, I feel like this is the next Madison Bumgarner who – is a, Was a good pitcher in his heyday in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he became something else, and he single-handedly pitched the Giants to World Series. His relief effort in the clinching game in Game 7 after he had just pitched two days before is something we're going to talk about forever. That's who Walker Bueller is. Every game he comes, I know it's going to be zeros. It's going to be a lot of strikeouts, and the other team is going to go, it's, it's, we, we have nothing going on here. We're scratching and clawing just to put a hit and a walk together. That's a really big deal. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Joining us now on the hotline from the World Series, as he has just watched Walker Buehler and the Dodgers with their big victory. It's John Paul Morosi, JP, what's happening, my friend?
2: I'm doing great. Uh, The man of the hour is about 25 feet away from me right now. Walker Buehler, what a tremendous performance, of course, 10 strikeouts for him, his personal postseason career high, and that was tremendous stuff. As Austin Barnes said a short time ago, the Dodger catcher might have been the best stuff he had ever seen Buehler have. Simply extraordinary performance for the Dodgers here in Game 3.
3: So seeing this tonight, this was not unexpected as game two. Look, it was clearly a game the Rays should win. This is a game where the Dodgers needed to win. It's a big swing game for them. And, JP, I keep going back to, you know, the, the Rays are pretty good everywhere, right? They're, they're pretty, they are pretty got a pretty good lineup. Their starting pitching is pretty good. Their bullpen is pretty good. But this Dodger lineup is so relentless. Even in games where Charlie Morton is pitching, I knew, okay, the Dodgers are going to get to him because they get to just about everybody because that lineup is just so relentless. You're right, and
2: I think a few things stand out to me. The the, the Rays are a tremendous team. There's no question about it. But you're correct that the thoroughness of the Dodgers at-bats, their familiarity with the big stage, they almost never get themselves out. They never go outside of the strike zone, really. Uh, Their discipline in that regard is extraordinary. And, And also their superstars have been the difference makers. You think about Mookie Betts in game one and Kershaw in game one. Those are players the Rays cannot afford. You think about Bueller tonight. That's an ace at the peak of his powers. He was able to get over the blister issues that he had during the course of the last month or so. Clearly, he's healthy. Uh, that stuff tonight was incredible that he was featuring. But by the time the game was four batters old, he had already struck out a, a hitter from Tampa Bay on a slider and a curve and a 97 mile an hour fastball. That's, that, is, that is an incredible array of pitches that he had. So, their best players have been their best players. And then just to take that to the next level, you're right. Justin Turner works in that bat better than just about anybody else in the major league in terms of just the thoroughness of them and his consistency within the strike zone. So when you take those kinds of at-bats and multiply them times nine, there's just not a lot of places that a pitcher can go. Even someone who is as veteran as, and as poised typically as Charlie Morton, he had no place to take refuge tonight against that mighty Dodgers lineup.
5: Well, I want to take you to the end of the game. We see another home run from Arena, but that's a footnote because we saw Kenley Jansen with velocity and pace and perhaps even more confidence, JP, than I think we've seen, uh, and you could almost see the Montgomery Burns-like ringing in the hands of excellent coming from the Dodgers brass.
2: Well, there's no question. And obviously when you're up by that number of runs, You're not going to try to pick a corner here and there. And obviously, a Rand hit that ball very hard. But I think that you have to be pleased if you're the Dodgers with what Jansen has done. Tonight was about, from the Dodgers' perspective, getting Bueller out there and obviously getting him comfortable. Clearly, he's feeling great. That's a matchup that the Rays, uh, I think, would be fairly daunted by in a game seven. But also, you got your relievers who had not pitched in games one and two, your key guys, Gratterall, Trinan. Jansen, all pitched and did not have to pitch extensive innings. So they're still fresh to be able to go tomorrow. And I actually think, guys, to back up to something you guys talked about earlier on, I would actually suggest that that this game meant more to the Rays than it did to the Dodgers. Because, remember, the Rays tomorrow have basically a bullpen game coming up. So the Dodgers, as they go to sleep tonight, they feel better about their pitching scenario, I think, for Game 4... And the Rays do. Yes, the Rays still have their their good bullpen guys available, the likes of Nick Anderson and Fairbanks uh, and that group in Castillo. But I, I think that the, the, to start the game, the Dodgers know that they've got Julio Urias, who really at different times this postseason has been as dominant as anybody else on the staff. And in some ways he's been consistently start to finish their, their best pitcher during the course of the postseason. So the Dodgers like their playoff rotation right now the way it lines up. And I think from that perspective, this loss was even more damaging to the Rays than it is a boost to the Los Angeles Dodgers.
3: John Paul Morosi with us, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, lastly, JP, if I said, okay, give me a crystal ball, the rest of this World Series, because we're not going to get to talk to you until the beginning of next week, the rest of this World Series is going to go how? To me, the Dodgers
2: are the better team. I think they win this World Series in six games. Uh, I believe the Rays and their ability to to win one of the next two, but from what I've seen so far through three games, the better team is the Dodgers, the deeper team is the Dodgers, and I believe ultimately they'll prevail in six games, but I I do think the Rays have enough fight left in them to win one of the next two games.
3: You can follow on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi JP, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy the games, and uh, say hi to Walker Bueller for us. I will. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some Big Ten football tomorrow, too, my friend. All right, yeah, yay. baby, let's get it. Good luck, good luck keeping that little brown jug. <laughs> it's going to be a challenge. P.J. flex pretty good. All right. Row the boat. <laughs> Ah! I got Great to yo-row the boat. JP. You got to row the boat, and that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, we got more on the World Series coming up in a few minutes, but we got to give you our big upset special picks in the National Football League and college football for this week. That's coming straight ahead for you right now. But first, a word from Farmers.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Perk up your ears for farmers' policy perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling
1: 1 800 FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state, only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by farmers, trucker, fire insurance exchanges, or Affiliate.
3: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Hey, don't forget on November 6th and 7th, the world's best thoroughbreds will compete in 14 exhilarating races worth $31 million in purses and awards at the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. Well, we'll have more on the World Series, and one very specific player who is starting to earn every single dollar of his big contract. But Mike and I do this every week. We give you our big upset special picks uh, for the weekend in college football and the NFL. And we're going to roll them right by you now. Uh, one and one. What were you last week? Mike? I was one and one. I've been I've been dancing this 500 dance all season so far. Mike. I've been I've been on the
5: positive territory in the NFL for the week. For the week, I, I know I had uh, my, my upsets came in for sure because they were out there. Well, that's good. That's all. That's all we,
3: cause that's, that's all we that matters. They, so they were. They
5: were. Yeah. Overall, I was what uh,
3: ten and four. I think for the week. Nice. Very yeah. good. All right. Now I just need to bet it. <laughs> so upset specials. Here we go. I'll kick things off. Upset special for the week right now uh, in the National Football League. Listen, the Carolina Panthers really caught a break today. The Saints are absolutely in free fall mode right now. No Michael Thomas due to injury. Now no Emmanuel Sanders for a COVID violation. Sean Payton is hot. So now you're talking about the Saints being without two of their best playmakers. And Carolina's getting eight. Their offense has been really good. The Saints allow a lot of points. The quarterbacks are having field days against the Saints' defense. Carolina's wide receiving core is pretty deep. Moore, Anderson, Samuel, it's going to be a shootout. Eight points is so many. Give me Teddy two gloves, and I'll take Carolina.
5: I like it. Home dogs after a big effort. I don't know what this team is long-term, but Deshaun Watson is balling. He's getting three and a half at home. Packers coming in off the embarrassment to Tampa Bay, and many saying it's motivation. This is what Aaron Rodgers does and what he needs. I say, yeah, that's all fine and good. He can put up points just like I predicted he would before the season. Uh, He does it
3: here, but Houston wins a shootout. For my other NFL pick, I'm going to give you, I'm going to pick against my Super Bowl favorite. I'm going to take Arizona getting five over Seattle. Look, the Seahawks have lived dangerously the past few weeks, and they're going to need a game where they lose and that's going to refocus them. Their pass defense is terrible. I mean, as bad as the Cowboys' defense is, Seattle's pass defense is just as bad. It's awful. Murray had a rough game throwing the football last week. He will bounce back with a big one. Arizona wins in an upset on the field, but I'm still going to take the points. I'm not going to say no to the five.
5: Well, I'm going to look at Joe Flacco. No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) You know what? Cincinnati loses Joe Mixon, uh, but I think you're going to get enough out of Giovanni Bernard. Plus three at home. The Browns coming in. I'm going to take Joe Burrow to win the second battle of Ohio here
3: outright and for the sky to continue to fall in Cleveland. Look at you. And Cleveland normally plays well against Cincinnati. That's a gutsy pick, my friend. Well, you know what? No
5: guts, no glory. And if I lose, it's five more miles to one nine hundred lose my ass. So
3: it's all good. (laughs) And I'm gonna give you this last one. Not because I believe it's gonna happen and not because not because it means anything, but you know what? If I can't take Syracuse getting 45 points against Clemson, when am I ever going to take that again? So I'll take Syracuse just because. Look, they give Clemson problems, right? They're clearly going to lose this game, but they have given them problems the past couple of years. 45 is a lot. Why not? You know, Why not roll the dice with this one?
5: I dig this. And not just fandom, but uh, the Bears getting six makes no sense here in
3: Los Angeles. So there we go. There's our upset special picks. More on the World Series and a big story out of the NFL next on Fox.
4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: There's plenty to celebrate in March and National ex- <laughs> Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy, and anytime is right to listen to iHeart Radio's iHeart Country Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs>
4: Visit Safeway.com for more details.